Hey guys, it is your girl, Andrea. I am so glad to have you here with me for the CEO Mindset Podcast. Oh my gosh. So let me see, where do we even begin today? I know we are going to be talking about lead generation. So that's the first thing I want to get out there, just in case you're one of those people that wants to hear it up front, what we're going to be talking about. So you know whether or not you want to stick around. So we are talking about lead generation. I'll probably be talking about it from a perspective that you're not quite used to. And um, we're definitely going to be applying personal branding um, mindset to it. Um, Here on the CEO Mindset, we often are taking common sense approaches to marketing um, needs within your business and work-life balance techniques and tips so that you can really enjoy your business, really enjoy your life, but, you know, achieve the goals that you have for yourself. And so I hope that is intriguing to you and you want to stick around. I hope that you decide to subscribe to this podcast. And if nothing else, I hope you decide to give it an amazing review on either Shopify, um, Apple Podcast, or Google Podcast, or you can write a comment here on my website if that's where you're seeing it. I would love, love, love to hear from you. Now, before we get started. I'm going to tell you right now, I am at home recording this podcast. I have absolutely no idea what could come running through the door or what fires will have to be put out, but I'm going to try to get through this podcast without any of that happening. So, you know, there's that. All right, let's dig in, guys. This is the CEO Mindset Podcast, where we are constantly or consistently evolving and being open to failure and failing Fast. So today, like I said, we're going to be talking about lead generation. So let's dive in, shall we? Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and I'm so happy that you are joining me today. Subscribe if a CEO mindset is something you want to obtain and you want to find the intersection where your work and life coexist. The sky is the limit when you're clear about your value, consistent in the way you share said value, and you're upfront and honest about who you are while sharing it. There are so many examples to follow and learn from. Let's get into today's, shall we? All right, the first thing I want to say is what is lead generation? What does that term mean? Where does it come from? It's a buzzword Um, and it's pretty common sensual. It's basically lead generation is what you're doing or the activity that you are doing to capture the attention of someone in your target audience. You eventually want to convert this person into a sale. You want to have them make some sort of a decision in your favor that will be considered a lead, someone that you can continue to nurture in some instances where they will make a sale or someone that is going to, again, make a decision in your favor, whatever that decision might be. So that's basically the principle of lead generation. Now, what is important to remember is in my opinion, especially as we are relating this to personal branding, is that mindset is important here. A lot of people get hung up on the conversion of a person coming into our funnel and the ultimate goal is to sell them the thing. I see this most um, uh, aggressively done in networking groups. I talk about chamber Uh, local chambers a lot here on my podcast and over on my YouTube channel because I'm a member of my local chamber. But one of the biggest, most 
common mistakes that I see when people come into a chamber meeting is they are looking for lead generation that will immediately lead to a dollar in their pocket. And though the ultimate goal is to get money in the pocket, yes, i.e. a lead, someone that will lead, you know, you can lead them to make a purchase. There is an entire like plethora of activity that has to happen and various small conversions that need to happen prior to someone actually putting money in your pocket. And the biggest problem I see with people when it comes to local chambers and just networking, in-person networking in general, even online networking is this idea of a tit for tat. Like I do for you, which means you have to do for me. And that is the expectation when you go into or when some people go into these networking um, events. And so I believe that a mind shift is needed here because conversions don't always come quickly. That's the first thing. Conversions, conversions don't always happen easily and conversions don't always lead to recurring revenue. Um, sometimes it's a one and done because some of the other things that lead up to the actual conversion are not positive. The experience leading up to that conversion is not what your audience or your ideal customer was looking for. So you miss out on recurring revenue if that's an option or if that's what you're going for. So your mindset needs to change here. And you need to look at your conversions a little differently, which brings me to the expectation um, management is required here. So you need to manage the expectation of your efforts and learn to eat the elephant one bite at a time. So what do I mean by this? I mean, number one, consider the long game of your sales funnel. If the ultimate goal, yes, is to get someone to make a purchase, you also have to keep in mind the psychology of a sale. Because people do not purchase immediately. They need to see and hear from you seven or so times before they come to the conclusion that they want to make a purchase or move on to the next step with you. So you have to play a longer game here and have the expectation that your conversion is not going to come quickly or easily, that you are going to have to show that you are worthy of that dollar to the person you're trying to get the dollar from. So expectation management is definitely something that you need to think about. So you want to break up the sales funnel and analyze your numbers, first of all. So you want to look at every aspect of your customer's experience and find out what those numbers looks like. Are people coming into your funnel? Um, where are they coming in? Where do you seem to see them falling off or dropping off? Where are they staying for long periods of time on your website? Where are they leaving very quickly and the bounce rate is high? You need to look at these things because you may need to make some adjustments on those pages or maybe if it's on social media, you're not seeing a lot of likes, you're not seeing a lot of engagement, you're not seeing some follows, you're not seeing the DMs happening. There is an adjustment that needs to be made if you want there to be a large group of people to pop into your sales funnel. Again, you have to bite this elephant one, you have to eat this elephant one bite at a time. Do, does your ideal audience need more from you? Do you need to show up in a different way for them? Again, this mindset shift is not going to be, I have product, you must buy. It may be, I have product, here's what the issue is that would require this product, here's how this issue comes to be, and here's why my product is going to help this problem. That might be 
the journey that your audience needs to take before they make a decision to actually purchase from you. So therefore, the mindset shift needs to happen and you have to manage those expectations and do your due diligence. And the first step in doing that is to break down the sales funnel and analyze the numbers. The next thing is going you're going to create a plan to tackle the goal. So again, that journey your audience needs to take, you need to start with the end in mind here and then reverse engineer the experience and make sure that you have a plan to tackle this goal. You have a meal for each bite, if you will, of this elephant so that you can get the whole thing eaten. Next is you want to be open to failure. We talk about this. That's the whole premise, part of it anyway, for this podcast. You have to be open to the failures because the faster you get to the things that don't work, the faster you get to the things that actually do. So you want to try things to see if you can accommodate your ideal customer within their journey. You want to talk about various subject matters and see if they are more interested in some than they are others. And the ones that they are really interested in, you want to continue to provide them with that information and share with them so that they will continue to follow you, read what you have to say, absorb your value, and ultimately make the decision so that you can get the conversion. Also, once all of these things are done, you need to consistently assess and adjust where um, where that's necessary. So your mindset shift has to change And because you need to really understand what conversions can look like for you, maybe you need to say, um, so yes, my ultimate conversion is to get a dollar, but the first conversion is to get them to follow me on Facebook. The first, the next conversion is to get them to join my Facebook group. The next conversion is to get them to take my webinar where I can grab their email address. The next conversion is to get them to click on the link in the email that I sent. So you may have various small Um, conversions that happen over time, but each time your audience clicks and makes a decision, you are getting them further and further into your funnel. And ultimately the dollar will be made. All right. So now that we know what, what lead generation is, and we've tackled the mindset shift and the managing of expectations, the next thing beyond what a lead generation is, is how can you use it more effectively in your business? So You want to be effective in your actions. You want to be efficient in your actions. You want things to work. So first thing is to really qualify your leads a little bit better. If you're finding, and this has happened to me, so I'm not telling you something that I don't know about. I'm telling you about a path I have taken and sometimes feel like I'm still on. But your ideal customer is who you think needs your products. It's who you hopefully have done the research on and determined they are actually looking for your products or the solution you have. Now, within that group of people, um, you may have heard me talk about the five stages of entrepreneurship. I think this is a great way to explain this part because all five stages of entrepreneurship are people who feel like they have what it takes to be a business owner. They feel like they're either thinking it up, they they have an idea in mind, they just haven't pulled the trigger yet, or they just started, or they've been doing it a minute and they feel like they're getting their footing and they're ready to scale up, or they are a scale up and they are like moving on to the next level, or they're a level up and they're like, okay, I've done my due diligence. I'm ready to work in my business, not on my business. 
or they are up leveling and they are really sitting high and pretty on the entrepreneurial hog. If, if, so what I'm saying is that all five of these stages, they're, they're business owners. So you might have five different types of ideal customers because you might have an ideal customer um, that five different people who need your product, but they need it in five different ways. And so depending on which way you really, really want to promote it being the solution for, you need to qualify your leads a little bit better to make sure you're actually talking to the people who need the product or service you have the way you intend or are promoting for them to use it, if that makes sense. Otherwise, what could happen is you can get a lot of people in your funnel that think they want what you have, but when they get in there and they hear you talking about it in a different way or in a way that they don't need to use it for, you may find that they aren't opening your emails, they aren't replying or clicking on links, they aren't following you on social media. And so they end up being sort of um, like just a, a, a body like in your email list. So if you want to qualify them a little bit more, you can ask more qualifying questions. You can be very specific in your lead magnets that you are sharing with them and having them to get. You can talk very specifically about your product or service um, when you are um, promoting it or whatever in your content. You can then offer polls and ask questions in various groups and talk about those answers inside the group so that people see what you're saying and they see exactly how you are managing your content and you are um, approaching this subject matter and decide then if they like what you're, if they want to pick up what you're putting down, <laughs> if that makes sense. So if you want to be more effective with your lead generation, then I would definitely qualify your leads a little bit better. Next, nail down your ideal client and choose a representative. Now, everybody knows what it means to niche down. Your niche down, you know, niche, 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 however you want to say it. We all understand what it means. But go a little further. Take that group of people, combine the characteristics, Combine the personality, combine the questions, combine the needs, combine all of the, the traits that this group has on average and create an avatar so that you are speaking to one person and you can sit with that one person when you are creating your content, when you are creating your lead magnets, when you are making decisions on new products and you can sit with that avatar or that customer one named customer, mine's name is Vanessa, she's pretty cool. But when you sit with her or him, you can run things by by them and say, okay, this is what I'm thinking. Is Vanessa gonna like that? Will Vanessa respond to that? How will Vanessa respond to that? Is this a problem Vanessa would have? Is this a situation Vanessa might find herself in? Is this something that could make Vanessa happy or make Vanessa smile today? Would Vanessa find this to be interesting? Would this make Vanessa sad? Would this make Vanessa think? So you want to nail down your ideal client base, basically. That's your target audience. It's, it's the people that you want to target. Nail them down to an ideal customer and give that ideal customer a name, your avatar. And I think that will also help you be much more effective when it comes to qualifying your leads because now you can compare people coming into your funnel 
with questions. You can give them a quiz and you can kind of sort of shape and make sure, or not shape, but you can understand from your questionnaires how they fill things out, whether or not they would fit into the avatar grouping. And you can say, okay, yes, she would be a, she would be a Vanessa. Yes. Yeah. mm -hmm, She would be a Vanessa or whatever name you give your avatar. And it just makes it easier for you to generate the income or the revenue from the clientele that you're bringing in, because you know that they are fitting the mold of whomever you've chosen to make the mold for as your avatar. Next, you can tighten up your landing pages. I talked about this very briefly, but if you want to be more effective in your business with your lead generation, tighten up your landing pages. One of the things that I learned was that you can look at your website, your Google Analytics, and go look at the behavioral chart, and it'll show you where people are landing on your website when they first come. It shows you exactly what pages they're entering your website on, and then it'll show you a map of where they go from there. And it also shows you where they drop off. If they're sticking around for a while, it'll show you if they're ultimately getting to that thank you page. But if they don't, it shows you where they're dropping off. And when you look at that and you see where they're dropping off, that means maybe if it's a landing page and you don't see a thank you at the end, it means that there's something on that page that's not quite getting their attention or making them feel like it's something they need. So you may want to go back to that page and tighten it up a little bit, make it more specific if it's a little bit too vague, add a little bit more benefit or a little bit more credential that you you know you might need to have people really look at this page in a way that says, hmm, I want to check this out. I'm at least give them their name and email address and get exactly what this lead page is saying that I can get from it. All right. Lastly, if we are going to really um hype up or 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 pop in, I don't know, how do I want to say this? Um, if we're going to beef up our lead generation, I guess I would say it. I think using personal branding, and that's what we're talking about today, how to actually do that. If we are going to increase our lead generation or build it up, we need to look at what happens after you get the lead. We cannot have a conversation about lead generation if we do not talk about what happens after we capture the lead. And that just, I have three things here that are just really important. And you can do these three things any way you want to. I obviously have some suggestions, but do with them as you will. Just do them. And the first thing is to nurture. Once they pop into your funnel, nurture them. Like I said, some people are not going to make a decision as soon as they opt in. The first decision was to opt in if it's a lead magnet and get the thing that they were promised. From there, you want to nurture them and A, thank them, you know, with a thank you page, but then also follow up with, hey, if you like this, um, how was it? You know, once you give them a week or so to look at it, ask them about it. Did they enjoy it? Um, Tell them some other fun facts that they may not know. Give them more value. So you want to nurture them. Next, you want to appreciate them. Appreciate them by even you could do this on the thank you page itself by saying, hey, because you made this choice today, I'm going to give you a one time offer of, you know, also getting this thing for a significantly discounted price. And this is the only time that I ever give this out. But I wanted to thank you for taking a chance on me. And I wanted to show you what else I could do. But I want to let you know how much I appreciate your decision today. So you need to appreciate your customers, appreciate them for joining your funnel and taking this journey with you. Finally, you want to upsell them. 
Find something in your product base that will take them to the next level. Give them that next little piece of um, that next little jewel that can help them with their issues or help them um, along their journey in some way. Another product that will sort of give them that next level of help, that next level of support. So if you want to really beef up your lead generation. I really think that the three things that I've shared with you today and all of the things that fall under them will be extremely, extremely helpful for you. I'm going to run through them one last time just so you get them. And I want you to really jot these things down or pause it or listen to it again and again until you get it right. But lead generation really is about mindset shift when you need a mindset shift and expect expectation management. So you want to change your mindset and realize that conversions come in all shapes and sizes and you shouldn't focus so heavily on the dollar conversion because there are a lot of small little steps that happen in between. Managing your expectations so that you can really look at what you are going to have to, um, the energy you're going to have to put out to get the conversion that you're looking for. And then do your due diligence to make sure you are staying on target. And then you want to look at how you can be more effective with lead generation in your business by qualifying your leads and nailing down your ideal customer with an avatar and tightening up your landing pages. And then lastly, after the lead, just nurture, appreciate, and then you can upsell them. But you don't do the upsell first. You nurture first and you appreciate and then you can do the upsell. Well, that does it for me. I hope you enjoyed the podcast this week. I really enjoy doing podcasts. I hope you enjoyed listening to them. Let me know if there's a subject that you want me to cover. So often we get so busy in our businesses, making the money and trying to get the conversions. And we look at marketing from that standpoint, the the idea of just, you know, marketing campaign, promotions, holidays, sales, and all of those things are important. Absolutely. But there is a personal side to doing business and we are moving into that. We have moved into that where people really want to know that you have some skin in the game as well, that you can relate to their issues and that you care about the the outcome they have with your products or your service and you care that they were a customer. And so that requires you to really dive and deep dive and dip into your own authenticity for more organic connection with your audience. That is where personal branding comes in. That is why I focus so heavily on it. And that is why I wanted to use it today to apply to lead generation so that you could think about it in a little different different light so that you can get better at it, manage those expectations, as I said before, and think more about serving over selling because the sales will come, especially when people feel like you are serving them and you are really there to help them solve their problem. Now, until next time, please don't forget to head over to Instagram and follow me at AFPatrick. And then also I am trying to grow my YouTube channel to a thousand subscribers. I am a long way away and we have less than half a year left for me to reach my goal. So please, please, please go over to YouTube and type Andrea Patrick official in the search bar and subscribe to my channel. Watch my videos. I have lots of series over there that you may enjoy and lots more coming up. And then also I am new to TikTok. So hit me up over there at AFPatrick underscore official. Um, and then uh, come back again and meet with me again next week and have a great rest of yours. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Remember, whether you're the CEO of your life, 
profession or business, it's time to commit to consistently evolving and being open to failure if you want to achieve your goals. Now let's connect outside of this podcast. Join me in the show notes where you'll find all of my social media profile information. Be sure to follow, like, and comment and engage with me outside of this podcast. I look forward to you being with me again next week. Go out there and get your CEO mindset on.